Now I'm starting to record on my end here. Very proud of you. Let's uh, eat. So I guess today we'll be doing hey the, we'll we'll be doing the cold open with uh, Gabe, Jim, Jim, howdy, Jim. So uh, we took we took a week off from the show. Although I should I should tell you guys if you ever wanted to do I'll still sit here and record you two idiots if you guys want to do a show without me. But uh, I had some family stuff going on last week, so we t- I took a week off the show. But uh, that was mostly for my brother's birthday, Jim, and that included a piece of peanut butter chocolate cake from the Wegman's Bakery in, I believe, chocolate cake, chocolate cake. And uh, I have not had a solid crap since that day. I I don't know if it's cake related or not, but I know that there's all kinds of terrible things that happen inside of commercial bakeries. So. So I'm thinking there was like mold or something at the bottom of the cake. But that being said, and I, I'll let you oh. go here in a second. Okay. Food poisoning typically doesn't last more than three days. Like even if there is something wrong with that cake, like I should be able to have a solid dump by now. <laughs> yeah, that's a long freaking time. That doesn't <sighs> make any sense. Oh, I know. But, I mean, what what would moldy cake have to do with anything? Oh, it would give you the craps for sure. Like yeah, for a days. month. I mean, a week. No, it wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Like at first I was like, man, I've been sick and I'm talking about, I got sick shortly after my brother left for celebrating his birthday here. And then, uh, it just, it never, I never sure, sure. I never got better. <laughs> like, and the other thing is physically, I feel fine. It's my only symptom right now. It's just disastrous. What's going on. Disaster. Now I have a question as somebody out in the desert who's may or may not allegedly be familiar with charts for weeks on end uh-huh how is your hydration brad uh should be good uh we have we typically have about 48 bottles of water available at all times in the house and then i've got four cases of seltzer water that i keep around because Seltzer. i'm so addicted to soda that the only way i can really keep myself from drinking it is to drink carbonated water <laughs> oh that's nasty see that's the thing the car water is what it will do it to you right like are no, you there's no the there's, uncarbonated ones? there's no yeah but there's no sodium there's it's just carbonation and water so do carbonated water taste like sodium it tastes like you're drinking salt water it's delicious it's, so nasty. Yeah. <laughs> it does, it's like the most unhydrating refreshing sensation in the universe well have you ever tried uh have you ever tried flavored seltzer water it would be like trying to eat ice cream that didn't have sugar and milk in it have you ever i have tasted ice cream that didn't have sugar in it because I was making, yeah. I was like making astronaut ice cream. ice cream. You ever had that powdered astronaut ice cream? Oh, that stuff's disgusting. That's what that's what carbonated <laughs> water is like. Vote for Mark Kelly in 2020. I remember it was what like 12, <laughs> 12, 14 years ago when Dippin' Dots went out of business, and it's like oh, and everyone's like oh, I can't believe Dippin' Dots is out of business. You're like that's of course it's out of business. That stuff is disgusting. It is disgusting, would- but it's not out of business. What are you guys? You can still buy Dippin' insane. Dots. Do you not know what Dippin' Dots are, Gabe? I do. How what, you guys did not like Dippin' Dots? I was depressed for oh, eight months. What? That is like carbonated water. Oh, it's like it left the market. The, it's like all using the name, but none of the substance. Dude, well, imagine if Freezer Burn had flavoring. <laughs> That's pretty much exactly the way it, you described it. Better than I could have, because I I was gonna say like it sort of melts into like a creamy slime. It doesn't ever really ever taste like ice cream, and it's oh, got it's like amazing. that. Yeah. It's got like you like you said, Gabe. It's got kind of that plasticky aftertaste that you get from a freezer burn. That stuff is vile, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and delicious if that's what you mean by vile. 
So two weeks ago, I told you, Jim, that I bought my brother Stratomatic football you, uh, for his birthday, right? The estimated time of delivery was uh, 8.15. It is, uh, so eight, not 8.15 p.m., but August 15th, which would have been his birthday. It would have been perfect. But because the U.S. Postal Service is one of the worst services in the history of mankind, they never have their crap together, and they're never good at their job. I got an update yesterday. Keep in mind, yesterday was already 10 days late. I got an Dude, update. you just cut out for like a full six seconds. Whoa. Check your speed, Brad. I sound great. Take some speed, Brad. <laughs> Take some speed. <laughs> um, so I was saying the U.S. Postal Service had already been 10 days late on delivering my brother's birthday present that was due on his birthday, right? Yesterday is yep, when I got yep. the update that said, oh, yeah, we'll be there anytime between uh, August 28th and September 8th. I ordered this thing on the 10th, dude. And the U.S. Postal Service is That's just crazy, dude. It's I never, dude. I've never. Um, and Gabe knows how I struggle with. Uh, <laughs> I struggle with shipping. I accidentally, Jim, I accidentally sent Gabe to. Uh, Jim, you want a box of scorecards? <laughs> like the ones you find in the program and at a baseball game? I sent him trade them back and forth. I sent him two orders of baseball scorekeeping tablets. I on made mine into origami. <laughs> A crane so the uh so ebay so ebay my brother was pissed because he's like uh i'm sorry brad to interrupt you but i just thought thought of this and it came to mind and i love it mm -hmm. jose crane seiko crane <laughs> <laughs> i knew you'd like it because you're a big jose canseco fan right but okay so i had to stop you but what about the i where did i miss the crane there jose crane seiko origami oh jeez. Damn, that was a good one. I apologize for not getting your joke. That was very good, Cave. That's uh, that's You're one welcome. of those. That's not one of those funny haha jokes. That's funny like that. Oh ha, joke. That's a brain mm. burn. That's a uh, cerebral joke. You'll all see what I did there. <laughs> You'll get that one half back, halfway it's back. A ninja, that's a ninja joke. So mm. I've been I've been working on developing a game with uh one of my friends, and it's going to ne necessitate championship belts, Jim. And wow. uh, well, I want in championship belts as game pieces. So uh, that means that I've ordered. I'll actually have to turn on the video. I'm turning on the video right now, which is why you're going to hear all kinds of noise. Brad, accidentally send this one to me, please, because I'm is it like Candyland and you win belts as you go along or like the game of life? It's like an asymmetrical simulation game. I have no idea what that means. Jim, your thoughts. <laughs> so. Jim, you had the uh, you had the old school uh, Hasbro figures, right? The WWF Hasbro figures. Oh yeah. Which ones did you have? I had a I had a ton of them. Did you really? I, I had, had like four. Name name any between ninety two and ninety four. Uh -huh. Kamala. Maybe ninety three, ninety four. Oh yeah, Kamala. There you go. <laughs> I had I think I had Kamala. Uh, there was I had I really wanted Owen Hart, but I didn't have Owen Hart. I had Bret Hart. I had Kurt Henning. I had Razor Ramon, Diesel, the Patriot. And no, I didn't have. The, did they make it was a Patriot? I had a Patriot, but it was from like 95, 96, maybe. So I'm working on developing this this game. You know, I had just the Patriot, but Mel Gibson's hair all wore off. <laughs> oh, I hate when that. Yeah, you had to keep combing it. And I was like, it would be really cool if this game had championship belts that you that a player needed to collect. So you can actually go on eBay and buy. Where's the camera? Here we go. I will give you twenty dollars for this game that you've invented, Brad. 
I will give you 18. So that's mm. oh, wait, this, that's reverse. Uh, this is the, on, I'm trying to zoom in on your video. Like, okay, here we go. Well, can you, can a, you share uh, that instead of your screen? Is that a tag team belt? That's a tag team. Oh, yeah, I'm sharing. It my, is, yeah. Hold on, I yeah. can't believe I knew that. It looks like <clears throat> the old school tag team belt. That's how I knew. And you know, it's, it's funny? the same shape as the European. Too. There's big gold. Yeah. What's funny is Jim only knows this as Ric Flair's belt. He doesn't know that it was the WCW belt. It looks like a boxer's belt. This is the real world. You can wear that around your ring and walk downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, around your finger. So I've got like, yeah, I know. My brother, uh, probably like 10 years ago, bought me some lapel pins and all the p- lapel pins were, um, they were all championship belts that were like, so I had like a set of tag team belts, the world title, and then the WWF title and the intercontinental title. Like you just put it on your lapel. That, oh, that pretty is pretty good. sharp. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you can go to like a nice steak dinner with those on. And they'll treat you like gold. <laughs> You're like, oh, sir, were you a champion at one point? I am the champion. I am. A, I am this is a what champion. they give the champions is, is like past champions. It's like when a, you're the president and you retire or mm-hmm. whatever, and, and they keep giving you secret service. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's you like get to keep the secret service. I forgot about that. I was what do the, you you think maybe they give you like the crappy secret service or do you get to keep like the secret service that you had? So um, like, I don't think there's a difference in the in the <clears throat> quality. I don't know, man. Like secret service is secret service. There's a bell curve in every trade, though, right? So no, those guys are like top notch. You got to be. It's like Navy SEALs. The best of the best of the best, you can't sir. Have a bad. Yeah. <laughs> We're here yeah, because you're looking the for the interns, best of the best right? of the best, sir. I just watched the second one. Oh, you were telling me about that. My kids didn't want to watch the first one. I was ticked. I wanted what? to watch number one, but they Did wanted to watch number them? two. No, I suffered through it. It was all right. I haven't seen the second one in forever. Two is okay. It's not. It's it's not legendary like the first one, and it's not nearly. Like, we watch the first one all the time. I'm like, no, we don't. It's been like ten years. <laughs> really? I watch. I, really, I watch. Really. I watch the first one a couple times a year at least. I I still yeah. love it. So good. That's great. It's awesome. I mean, it's not a macho thing, you know what I'm saying? But I just kind of need to, you know, drive and get down like that. <laughs> <laughs> what about the body? <laughs> the dead body. <laughs> the dead body. <laughs> Oh man, poor Gabe. You you do not know Men in Black near as much as we do. I thought I did until oh, I met you guys. Dude, dude. <laughs> I thought I was a fan. I, I, I put my hand behind my hand like this. Such a good. Dude, I know the first one and all the Edgarisms. I'm right on board, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it just occurred to me that that guy from the the um. Maz- what the freak do you call it? The morgue. The morgue, yeah. The guy that was ringing the bell. Mm-hmm. Um, or that that was swatting the dude with a fly swatter. Yeah. Is that David um, Cross? It is. He is in the second one as that the dude that lives in his parents, like his mom's basement or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's the same the guy, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's David Cross. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. I <laughs> I was watching uh that reminds me of my brother's birthday. My brother uh, who is a very devout Christian came over and he wanted to watch some stand up comedy, Jim. And did you put David Cross on for him? No. Oh, thank goodness. Wait, I watched two and a, almost two hours of clean Christian comedy on who, who, <laughs> like, who's doing it? I see, it's on Christian Finnegan. What? Christian Finnegan? No, no. He's a, Chris- he's a, he's a Christian comedy, right? No, just, just, I don't even know. Some fat guy, like, Oh, you don't know who was. 45 minutes of his act was just about how fat he was. And I was like, okay. I was kind of like, I hate to do this, but this guy's killing me right now. 
And then, yeah, yeah. and then he did get funny. And I was like, all right, you know, like funny, not like funny because it was Christian, just funny because it was good. You know, I was like, well, he, he had, he had about 20 minutes of material that was good. And then 45 minutes of him being fat. You know what I mean? Oh, that's like what I was telling you the other week. Like, is that that whole, it's supposed to be funny stereotype of, of Baptist being like, loving to eat oh yeah well like, you know you, i'm baptist you think we're like the yeah you think we're the only people in the universe that like to eat food? yeah 60 percent of the united states is obese it has nothing to do with being baptist right right we're just we're just all fat pieces of garbage <laughs> what is a baptist stereotype other than you know like oh uh, gabe we should actually also a stereotype it's just that something baptists like to say among themselves is that they love to eat and that but might be true, but it's not like it's not any more true than it would be in most other cases. Off. Yeah. I mean, Southern. Right. if you wanted to do the per capita, Southern Baptists are way fatter than yeah. other Baptists. But then Southern people are also fatter. Exactly. Than, I know the, I'm generalizing, but yeah, no, that's what, no. Like, isn't it? Isn't it like Mississippi's like the fattest? No, Houston is or mo, the fattest state in the union is Texas. And then P-H-A-T or. <laughs> Dude, no, look, that would be California. Look up, look up any world, star, look up any world star hip hop videos based North out of Dakota. Houston. Or Mississippi is number one as of November fifth of two thousand and nineteen. Oh wow, they they took it back because yep. they it, Texas at one point. Because I got into an argument with somebody a couple of years ago. I was like, dude, I know Mississippi is the fattest state, and they're like, no, no, it's Texas. I'm like, you're an idiot. And then we looked it up, and it was Texas. And I was like, well, damn. You know what? I'm gonna lapel pin around. <laughs> they can. They're champions. Yeah, I'm gonna blow your mind, Brad. What? Uh, I prefer you blow. So they're not number one, but where do you think Texas ranks? Uh, the, the whole list. They've got to be in the top five. So I'm gonna say four. Five. I was gonna say five. All right. They are not in the top ten. What? They're number what? sixteen as of November of nineteen. Well, they've the been- top five is. Top five fattest cities in America are Mississippi, West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Alabama. Hmm. Uh, I'm not surprised that Texas isn't on the list, I guess, because it's like, I always picture Texans as like really active. Right. Well, yeah, ranches, either that, either ranches. that or all, <laughs> either that or all the morbidly obese ones died off. Rancheros. Ooh, that's a quick way to, yeah, drop down the, uh, they're just, they're just losing out of, they're losing their status out of, out of attrition. <laughs> attrition, attrition. You know, Gabe, we, I, it's funny you brought up, you, you brought up the Baptist stereotypes, Jim, because, uh, once we get the show going, we should probably, talk to Gabe about those some of those Baptist stereotypes and like Baptist things because he was asking me all questions all sorts of questions about being Baptist and like the different yeah, flavors and stuff like that so one of the denominations I know nothing about and I have nothing but curiosity it's so fascinating to me nice. previously on Broken Link Radio well Gabe's, G- Gabe is Gabe fading into, into oblivion again Gabe look at me <laughs> oh, okay alright I'm looking stay with me stay with me uh, at least forty something. Wow, that's got, on my laptop. I've got way more on my phone. I've got fifteen on my phone right now, but they're all related to. Uh... <laughs> who's who says that I'm gay? <laughs> he goes, who's? Why do you say I'm gay? And then he goes, he looks him right in the face. He goes, you are gay. <laughs> like you think this lady's gonna. Walk to court, walking into court. Oh, gonna sit down here in court. You know what I notice about Mark when I listen to this show? Is what? that he's really funny. For Super Nintendo, dude? Body Splash. Yoga Fire. 
Body Splash. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Produces garbage in, garbage out. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best, sir. Trailer trash, dark clothes wearing, too soon sex doing, four letter wording, hoodlum Oreo eater. And we've done deep research on this. They still have their butts wiped for them. I have taken drugs before and uh, I had a real good time. Don't talk to me, all right? Thank you. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> you fool. You must unlearn what you have learned. Do or do not. There is no try. Moderately moderate, decidedly stupid. This is Broken Link Radio. Jim Cadley, how's your mic doing today? I feel like we're um, done with the show, man. Like we're in the last segment of the show. We've already come so far. And I'm Bradley C. Baker. And over there is the Archangel Gabriel. Against all the evil that hell can conjure. All the wickedness that mankind can produce. We will send unto them only Gabe. Howdy. Gabe, tell everybody where they can get the stream of the show. You can get that by going to Broken Link Radio, one word, dot com, or following us on YouTube. You can also call the show at 480-269-2641, and you can text or comment along those same lines on the Facebook during the live during the live broadcast on the, in the Facebook group page. What are, I, I still don't know the difference between a Facebook group or page. Do you, Jim? One's a group. And one's a page, right? But if you, but don't you have to join a page? No, no you have to join a group. Okay, page. but so you like a page, but you have to join a group. Precisely. And then, but then, what's the difference? I don't. I still. I don't. What I'm saying is, I know that there's a difference. I don't understand the functional difference between the two. Well, so a like, group is like it could be. Uh, uh, it's like multiple people that are part of it, and you can like it could be exclusive. Mm-hmm. Oh, the exclusive Broken Link Radio yes. page, yeah. Like You're I invited for oftentimes when I join a group and or page, I don't go know through the ritual hazing. I don't know which one I am. So like I, uh, I think that I'm in multiple Doom groups, but I might be. I may have just liked the pages. I don't know. Um, I'm in a board game group, but uh, 
But if I was on a board game page, I wouldn't know the difference. It's very confusing to me. I feel like the, I feel like the functions of those two things could be like um, merged, you know, without any right, without much of so the best much way to the best way to sort of describe it, Brad, is think of a Facebook page as a website on Angel Fire or back in like just a, a flat static website, uh-huh. and your group is more like a message board to where if you're a part of a community, you can all pitch in, post to, and contribute content. Right, but then don't you just put the message board on your page? That's what I'm saying. Like they that right. those two functions should be the same. Function. Correct. That's weird. I don't know how that happened. Zuckerberg. Damn you! Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg. More like Zuckerberg. <laughs> Got him. Oh, Brett, play the sound. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right, guys? He's dead, Jim. Oh, that's the wrong one again. Jim Caterley. <laughs> um, that would have been great if you were ready. I know. That's the story of my life. I would have been. It would have been so far if I was just ready for it. Um, would have explained a lot with the chicks. Um, the Jim, do you play any video games that are kind of like on? Well, yeah, you play Overwatch, don't you? Oh, yeah. oh, you. So you. That's like an ongoing thing, Gabe. You don't really play video games. I play um, Madden 08 on the GameCube. There you go. <laughs> Madden. And FIFA 04. I love you more and more. Matt, dude, FIFA 06 World Cup is the best one. I've never I'm played. I'm not there yet, Brad. <laughs> I've never. I FIFA 13. That's pretty cool. Did you like FIFA 13? I never. Yeah. I didn't. I think I stopped after 08. Like when FIFA 08 came out, I just didn't enjoy playing it as much as I did 06. I just thought 06 was the best one. The, um, because the Italians won the World Cup that year. Did they? Yep. So who That's won? And, and then who won 10? That's a spicy meatball. Um, Spain won in 010 or 2010. Okay. And then 14 was Brazil? 14 was Germany. Oh, shoot. That's right. You, Jim is our resident uh, uh, our resident soccer expert on the show. You are a hooligan there, Jim. Why didn't, uh, why didn't they select you to replace Soccer Sam on WHTK? <laughs> I think you would probably I, do a better job with a soccer show than soccer. <laughs> Who's busy here? I defer to Bob Matthews on that. Yeah, Bob Matthews. He's he's uh, he's got everything covered. The um. So, but if you did want two hours of a your own soccer show, I think I know a guy, Jim, who can who can hook you up with it. Soccer, sweet. If you were to host, if you were to develop a show based around soccer, realistically, how long could it be before you're like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, I well, I couldn't host a show number one. That that, mm-hmm. but I mean, sock like around here, you couldn't do it something like that around here. You'd have to be in a big city. Yeah, and that, it's so it's strange to me that uh, moving back here that there's no Rochester Rhinos. Where did they go to, Jim? They left the um, they left the the city, but the, you can still um that the league is still going on like the league right. that they were part of is still going on i don't know if the rhinos like the franchise dissolved or if it moved to a different i think I, it moved to a different city under a different name yeah that's what i think i thought I they got relocated the is. but i don't remember where they went that's what i was saying and we had a women's team here there's a women's league that's jim was gotten, a big fan of the women's of the women's league yeah it's gotten <laughs> i wouldn't say big but for women's sports it's gotten big and they were um using the rhino stadium for a few years and then they moved out. They moved to like North Carolina. They realized that being in Rochester sucks. 
Yeah, but the stadium is freaking sweet. The soccer stadium we, we have here that's sitting dormant now. Mm-hmm. Nothing, really, nothing really to nice do. Building. There's nothing to do with it. It's and it's yeah. It's I believe it's the biggest sporting facility in the in the city, right? I believe so. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, a great building. It's a nice. It's in the worst part of town, though. Yeah. Brad, do you have any breaking news clips that you can or uh, music that you can play? Because I have a Rochester Rhinos update. Oh, sure, absolutely. All right, guys, Brad and Jim, I have your breaking news for the Rochester Rhinos. Founded in 1996 as the Rochester Raging Rhinos, the team most recently played in the 2017 USL season in the second tier of the United States Soccer League system and is currently on hiatus. On August 22nd, 2018, it was announced that the club will pursue a new stadium location and join USL League One by the 2020 season. And then coronavirus, this was later delayed to 2021. That's crazy. They're holding up another city for another stadium after they already did that to Rochester. They're they're literally doing that again. That's amazing. <clears throat> um. So they so they they haven't played since seventeen. Then, I guess right. is, is what you're saying. Right. That's wild. But they haven't dissolved. They've like been on hold. I guess. They yeah, they're on hiatus. They're like, oh, we're hi-anus. not. <laughs> we're not coming to your town unless you build us a stadium with tax dollars. <laughs> awesome. President Pack E. coli, or. <laughs> Urkel, sorry, Urkel, Urkeli, Urkeli announced that the Uncle Sam Soccer Podcast, due to delays and pacing to the development of the new stadium, the team would likely sit out 2020 season and relaunch in 2021. And then they move. Coronavirus. Screw them. Hey, screw them. Hey, the coronavirus. Hey. Um, So about the video game thing, I, I complained to you, Jim, probably, what, a month, month and a half ago about how I bought the deluxe <clears throat> bought the deluxe edition of Borderlands 3 and found out after I bought it that it didn't include any of the DLC which is ridiculous because right. that's the whole point of the stupid deluxe edition or you would assume that it would be um but uh Bungie is pulling this this new trick I I wanted to hear what you what you thought about this cuz I know that you and I you <laughs> you and I agree that having games connected to the internet is typically a good thing because your game develops over time and they can fix things, etc. I like to connect all my games to the internet. Yeah. But Destiny 2 is is a game that I haven't finished yet, but because it's one of those games where it's like, I know they're going to roll out a season pass, I know that they're going to have like downloadable content at some point, and I'd rather do like I did with Destiny 1, sit down and just play all the crap. You know what I mean? Rather than... Right bust it out, and then wait for the stupid DLC to come out, which is what I had to do with Borderlands 3. So, I've just been waiting. I've been waiting out Destiny 2. Just like, all right, whenever they're done releasing all their nonsense, then I'll just play the, the whole game. Whatever. Would you say that you've been waiting for a girl like Destiny 2? I've been waiting <laughs> for a girl like you. Um, but, De- but Bungie has announced that when the newest <laughs> DLC comes out, they're going to take away the stuff from the first DLC that I haven't played yet. They're going to... Why would you do that? Is it a personal vendetta against you, do you think, Fred? No. They've got two main reasons, Jim. Are you ready for the to the two main reasons? Keep in mind, that first DLC I paid $25 for that they're going to take out of the game. And I haven't, That's crazy. And I haven't played yet. So they're going to take it out of the game. Number one reason. Nobody plays it anyways. Okay? That's kind of your fault, not my fault, that nobody plays it, right? 
Right. I didn't make it. You made it. If it's no good, people don't play it. Number two, because nobody plays it, it's extremely difficult for them to maintain it over time as they try to add things to the game. So they're just going to take away what you already paid for. That sucks. Dude. I'm I'm normal if you like it. Dude. I'm normally on the side of like being reasonable, but that is so out of line, dude. So out of line. 25 freaking dollars, dude. <laughs> How much? 25 <laughs> You wanted me to do it. 25 freaking dollars. They're just like, yeah, no, we and it would be one thing if it's like it's broken, we released it, it was no good, whatever. I would even say we're taking it away because nobody plays it. I'd be like, all right. But then when they, they have the balls to be like, no, we're taking it away because it's hard for us to maintain it. You made it. You made it suck so that nobody plays it. And then you have to maintain it, but it's too hard for you. So you're going to take it out of the effing game. How, how long has it been out? Uh, it has that. The expansion that I'm referring to has been out for like six months or so. Oh, that's. Not I mean, long. it's it's been out for a while though, right? So I'm sure that the information they have is very like solid. I'm when the, I think they said something like the the it makes up less than five percent of the playing time this DLC or whatever. But here's why that's misleading too, because also I've 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 heard mo- different numbers, but game developers say that the typical user completes a video game. I mean, like plays it to the end, doesn't even complete it, but you know, finishes a video game about seventeen <clears> percent <throat> of the time, anyways. So, wouldn't it make sense that people that bought the DLC just haven't even finished the game yet, like me? And so, thus, I wouldn't have played the DLC because I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, and you're using later, yeah, and you're you, but you're using that as a, as a reason to take it away from me, even though I bought it. Right. It sounds like they're making excuses. Who knows wow. why? Is it is it just a logistic thing for them, like a, a a technology thing where they can't get around it and they're giving up on it? I think it's I think it's to actually drive people away from the game so that they can launch De- Destiny three. Okay. Um, which is but why but, would you want to do that as a company? I mean, <gasps> where you can make money, you make money. It's, I mean, I guess that's not true. Well, but f them because they already took the twenty five dollars. <laughs> but if it's costing them more to maintain a game that they're getting away from, there's no way. But that's what I'm saying. It's like they're the only thing they're paying for are the servers, and they're still going to be there for the new stuff. Yeah, I just yeah. W- I just want to throw out there that with Madden 08, I've never had this problem, <laughs> <laughs> and I've also won Super Bowls with John Kitna, JP Lossman, and Jeff Garcia. <laughs> JP Lossman, that's very unusual. What did yep. you, What did you do? Well, Jeff Garcia didn't. Jeff Garcia at least went to the NFC Championship, right? They had, sure, yeah, he was on the 49ers when they had like a chance at some point. Because he didn't yeah. he win an MVP one year? It's possible. I think he did. He's Jeff Garcia. He can do anything except win a Super Bowl or go to one. <laughs> Unless I'm playing Madden 08. Which you are right now. <laughs> Which I wish I was right now. <laughs> but uh, that's, oh, you're a thinking man, Jim. I'm going to set that up so I can play during our recordings. J- there you go. JP Lossman, dude. Uh, what's, I, uh, what's JP Lossman's like overall rating in Madden 08? Um, I can get that in a second. What but is yeah, that lady like to... carving on that Google Doodle? Uh, uh, looks like a pair of balls. <laughs> it looks like something. <laughs> they look like testicles, dude. It looks like a scrotum <laughs> yeah, with. It looks do. like the the testicle diagram in the doctor's office. 
<laughs> I never studied that too much. He was I, an 82 overall. 82? 82. 82. Dude, he never scored an 82 on a test in school. What are you talking about? He was 82. <laughs> Trent Edwards was 70. Yeah, that was a good those one. Are the, those are the Buffalo Bills quarterbacks in Madden 08. JP Lossman, 82 overall rating, and Trent Edwards overall 70. Wow. Marshawn Lynch was a part of that roster as well. I won many Super Bowls with those Bills. Really? Why would you ever be the Bills in a Madden game unless you're playing my I, right? I like to take the team that's typically the top, the bottom three and in franchise mode and take and them to multiple too. Super Bowls. Yeah. He likes to take things under his wing, broken things. Yes. We're also in the Super Bowl with Michael Vick. So he I likes s- to be a father. Tony to Romo. The- <laughs> So the uh I can be your father figure. I got uh I got can be your father, baby. I got the uh two thousand Chicago Bears to, to the Super Bowl one time with Jim Miller. He was like Ooh. he was like an overall sixty. Um Jim Miller or Jim Drunken Miller? No, Jim Miller. We all know about Jim okay. Jim Drunken Miller was something. He was in game day ninety eight. Um mm-hmm. so my brother was over for his birthday, which means that the kids were the kids were running out and about and you, you start to notice like there's always, there's always warnings and you're always trying to be very careful with your kids. Right. And I noticed that. Eh. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, Darwinism is what it is. Right. So the only the strong survive in the Katie household. Yeah. Well, you know, Jim Miller does have a Super Bowl ring in real life. IRL. What team was he on? It was Super Bowl 39, and he was a part of the New England Patriots. Oh, wow. I had no idea he was on that team. Didn't he? He got, he got suspended for like a, stero- a PED violation way back in the day. Dude, no, that doesn't make sense, dude, because he would have been 100 years old by the time he was on the Patriots. He was born in 71. He is 49 today. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. He must have been on the staff or something. How far? Uh, he retired. He retired in 05. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so he was on the. They beat the Eagles. Yeah, he was on that team. Wow. Yep. But uh, you're dealing with kids and you're always trying to be cautious unless you're Jim. Jim Caterly. And uh, I was ready that time. And then, uh, yeah. like, there's all those warnings about not to eat Play-Doh. You know, like, Play-Doh is really bad for you. Don't eat the Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I wanted to do some research to look into what Play-Doh is actually made out of, right? So, this is the recipe I've got here. And you've got uh, two cups of flour, uh, basically some salt, four tablespoons of cream of tartare, which I still don't even know what that is. I mean, I know know what the ingredient is, but I don't know what, like, where it comes from or what it is. Uh, Some tartarus. Two cups of lukewarm water, two tablespoons of vegetable Mm. oil or coconut works as well. Uh, food coloring and some bags. So why can't kids eat their damn Play-Doh? Because that's not what they make it out of at the factory. Oh, you're saying so like the commercial Play-Doh is different? It's got to be chemical. It has um, toxins in there in the commercial one. That's what makes it. That's the patent. Toxic Where does it say that? Oh, they don't say that. They wouldn't be able to sell it, Brad. Not to kids. Hasbro says that the I'm reading off your screen is a primarily mixture. Yeah, right. There's no way. A starch-based binder. 
Dude, I need a starch-based binder for my craps. There you go. Go get some fiber. Why don't you eat some? I have. Okay, so I have vitamin been. B. No, he needs the opposite of that. Makes me poop. Yeah. Oh, dude, I do Solid. take a. I, oh, because I take a vitamin B. <laughs> I have a. I take a vitamin <laughs> P. Vitamin P. I take a vitamin P uh, supplement every day. And I Very and I and I and I and I supplement with fiber as well. It's it, that's what I'm saying. I've just like got the weird stuff going on. Uh, well, you're just blowing out the back. You need to get some peanut butter and a, get uh, that all there's tied a, together. Oh, there's a the the U.S. says that there's a lubricant. <laughs> there's a lubricant in Play-Doh, but again, mm-hmm. that may not necessarily be that. I'm going to eat a pound of Play-Doh tonight and see what happens. It tastes horrible. It smells amazing. Yeah, it does. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, that'll block you up, Brad. That'll stop your little problem. Dude, I ate an entire pound of cheese curds and that didn't stop the problem. Oh wow. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> um so I'm just telling you that you y'all should start eating some play doh because your parents have been lying to you. They've been lying to you about the stomach cramps in the pool. What else have they been li- what else do parents lie about? <laughs> college education that's age. true yeah they <laughs> lie about that they uh they lie about absence clause they lie about abstinence uh they abstinence. lie they lie about uh every woman will like you every woman will like you if you just be yourself oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just have just be yourself and you can do whatever you want to do in life gabe and here he's you, got a lot of these and here you are mm-hmm. <laughs> here, here we are mm-hmm. doing exactly what we wanted to do our entire lives um the but dangers of I just it just made me eye, it just made me eye. made me started to think like parents that lie to their kids out of caution, but it's like it's like what were you saving them from eating eating play doh? They would have had like purple dumps for a week or whatever. Oh well, <clears throat> you know you what I mean. Mast- that. Masturbation. What I are mean, they- the chemicals? And the- there's got to be chemical like. It depends on how much you eat it, I guess. I mean, if you're one of those kids that just like takes everything uh, to the I had delicious a, chemicals. I had a Sunday I had a Sunday school teacher uh who made who made homemade play-doh for Sunday school and I want a Sunday of play, made out of play-doh. Uh, me and this kid uh Steven, we would just eat the mess out of that stuff. It constantly <laughs> she would get so pissed. <laughs> we would just we were always dude, her play-doh tastes amazing. We're the two retarded kids in the Sunday school class. (laughs) I had a friend like you in class, and he would always eat glue. Yeah. And with a big old grin on his face, and he would point to the bottle of Elmer's and say, non toxic, safe for kids. And then he would take like a fistful and just like eat it like it was a rice ball. Yeah, but like Elmer's glue doesn't taste good, it doesn't even smell good. I I can't, Mm. I can't understand that. I've never, I actually. Yeah, I'm blur- it smells better when it's toxic. <laughs> yeah, there's a... Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I've never had the desire or... I've never had the desire to, to eat any glue. Because that just seems yeah. like something that you should not put in put in your body. That'll you know? bind you up. What about... Uh, mm. Dude, what about coins? When you were a kid, did you ever eat coins? No. Swallow coins? I never understood why that happens. Um, I've I used, heard of that. Dude, I used to suck on coins. <laughs> What's the Canadian ones or American ones? You've passed a coin, haven't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Multiple times. My parents would get really mad when they had to sift through my dumps to verify that my <laughs> that's they needed that's because they needed those things. <laughs> so isn't there there's a 
uh, a disorder, mm-hmm. and I heard about it on the X Files, right? <laughs> that of, of of wanting to eat things that are not supposed to be eaten, and I'm trying to find it. Probably a case that ends with phoria, huh? Yeah, isn't that uh, isn't that? Don't they cover that on that My Strange Addiction a lot? Gabe, you said you watched that show. I actually do watch that show. Um, that was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, what about those those crazy bitches that eat nails and stuff? Oh, it's there's crazy. so many of them. It's fantastic. <laughs> Carl Weiland driving down that narrow highway outside Brisbane, Australia, 1986. Could not have imagined the nearness of death, but there it was. A huge tanker truck loaded with highly flammable fuel, and it was headed straight for him. The combined speed of both vehicles in that crash was 112 miles an hour. But incredibly, there was no explosion. Still, no way the people in the automobile could possibly have survived. Though they did. They did. Carl's daughter Lisa, then 11, crawled out of the wreck with barely a scratch. Carl was a different story. Smashed bones, particularly facial bones. It would take five and a half months in the hospital to heal. They did not heal by themselves. In fact, Carl Weiland would require 55 separate major operations to put him back together again. Day after day, a battalion of brilliant physicians consulted, then plotted and performed procedures according to the specialty of each. The plastic surgeons desperately trying to repair a multitude of obliterated bones. They needed healthy bone from the patient's own body for grafting. But each time Carl awakened from a new bone grafting surgery, he noticed through the anesthetic haze that the surgeon had returned to the same site in his body for the raw material. You see, Carl Weiland was a doctor too, family practice. But this was a new one. This was something he must have missed in med school. So later... After he was released from the hospital and fully recovered, Carl, now more curious than ever, asked Dr. David Pennington how could the plastic surgeons keep going back to that same, that same bodily location for biograft material and not run out of bone? Aha, the surgeon replied it was simple. Because there was one type of bone in the human body which, as long as the periosteum remained intact, tended to grow back entirely. Each time it was removed, it grew back. Of course, from the incision that kept getting reopened, Carl knew precisely what type of bone that was. Then it dawned on him, something he had read long ago in Sunday school, something that had at that time made no sense at all. But it did now. For you see, the reconstructive material the surgeons used for Carl Weiland's plastic surgery that bio stuff mined from Carl's own body for the purpose of bone grafting came from the patient's ribs. And yes, whole ribs had to be removed to get enough bone. And that's when Carl, a doctor himself, learned from his surgical specialists about the boundless resources of bone in his body. One kind of bone with a specially vigorous regenerative capacity Genesis chapter 2, verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and as he slept, he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh underneath. So the Bible says, but methodically, biologically, scientifically, 
men and women have the same number of ribs. So, if, as some insist, the Adam and Eve story is that nothing more, then how could the ancient Hebrews ever have known that Adam's missing rib would grow back? How could they possibly have invented, or who could possibly have told them the rest of the story? Smash that like button while they smash your girlfriend. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. How do we fit three seconds into one second? Gabe, it's like you never, you never, just, it's just never. Did have you ever been on the um, second 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 segment of Broken Link Radio? <laughs> have you ever been on like a, a team building exercise where they tell you to close your eyes and then try to count to thirty? To like help you explain how long time feels to a to like a customer or someone you're servicing. Did you ever do that exercise, Gabe? No. Okay, no. so like what they'll do is they'll call somebody to the front of the class and they'll be like, all right, close your eyes and I want you to count until 30, 30, when you think 30 seconds is up and then open your eyes. And then they stand there with a stopwatch. And typically, uh, people will open their eyes at about 12 to 15 seconds. You know, to like demonstrate that even three seconds to a customer or you know, a client feels like an eternity, you know? So um, <clears throat> I'm usually too busy interrupting the instructor saying, this is <laughs> stupid. I know what 30 seconds feels yeah, like. I know. I know what three seconds is. That's why I start talking one and a half seconds after Brad says, hey, give me three seconds uh, of being quiet. <laughs> I think your clock is slow, Brad. So we've, we're doing another episode of the podcast and there's somebody else that got fired, Jim, or is definitely going to be, be fired. Have, did you hear about uh, Tom Brenneman? The NFL announcer? No. So he's also the Cincinnati Reds uh, announcer. Reds. So we get that's to, offensive. We get to talk. We get to talk about baseball a little bit more. Um, so this is something that actually went out over the air. And if you have a difficulty hearing it, just let me know and I'll I'll play it again for you. Okay. Oh, Brad, do we have a like a bat hitting the ball on a crowd noise sound effect mm. for every time you mention talking about baseball? Mm, that's a good idea. I'll I'll put one together. All right, Tom Brenneman. So I don't know. Did you hear that, Jim, or no? Yes. Okay. So he did not realize. Well, he he did not realize that his microphone was on, and he also didn't realize that uh, that they're coming back from commercial break. So he just he just uh, he announces on air that somewhere is one of the fag capitals of the world, and then uh, and then it gets really awkward after that. Live, the pregame show presented by <laughs> Ray St. Clair Roofing. He just goes right. He's like one of the Reds in front of the Royals. We go to the top half of the. He goes, uh, he goes, uh, one of the fag capitals of the world. And just like nothing happened. He's like, Reds live. <laughs> but I mean, when you do something like that, you have to play it off. If like you it, just realize your, your mic was on. Right. Like, yeah, like it didn't happen. Well, it became very clear that it certainly did happen. So uh, then it got a little more absurd and surreal. 
This is directly from the game, Jim. And you may not be able to see the video very well, but you'll be able to tell what's happening listening to the audio. <clears throat> but I would suggest looking at the video as well, because this is the actual broadcast of the game here. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game. As Holland takes over on the mound. Uh, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply <coughs> ashamed of. Uh, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, <laughs> it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset yeah, again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize <laughs> for the people who signed my paycheck. He goes right back to it. For the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who oh, he's I not. am. <laughs> uh, it never has been. And I'd like to thank Hold on, I'm going to rewind, I'm gonna rewind that, it a little uh, bit here. Hold on. Listen, listen to this part. Back, uh, and never has been. Oh. And I'd like to thank here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am uh, and never has been. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that, uh, that could back that up. <laughs> I am very, very sorry, and I beg for your forgiveness. Jim Why Dale, is take he still on air through all this? Like, the producer just let him keep going. Like, not... So yeah, what's taking aside? But what's funny is he finished the game that he was doing, then he started the second game of doubleheader. It was a doubleheader, yeah. And then that's when he had. That's when somebody said, "Hey, uh, you're gonna have to do an on-air apology or whatever." I love, I love how surreal it is for him to be doing an apology for for saying fag, and then interrupting the apology to be like, "There's a, f there's a f two run shot." These, these like old school announcer types <laughs> think that. That's like talent, and maybe it is, but it's like, wow, he can uh, call a game in the middle of apologies, right? Hot shot announcer. So, I, before I go on, kind of where I'm going, I'd love to hear your opinion of of that apology we just listened to. Well, first of all, if if, if your name is Tom and you spelled with an H, you're a fag. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's like spelling your name Jeff G E G E O F F. G E O F F F F yeah. yeah yeah like uh and, those are those are bad Jeffs yeah and he looks like Alex Trebek right those are just some initial thoughts nothing sure. to do with the apology Suck but um, does he a, does I mean, he look so like Trebek get, pre or post cancer <laughs> pre way pre <laughs> way pre way pre <laughs> so he gets like Gabe said he gets an, um, a producer in his ear saying you got to do this I don't know why if they're just gonna pull him and, and fire him anyway <laughs> what's the point of having him apologize when nobody believes it i mean right. he said it i mean mm -hmm. i don't care about what he said but if you're sure. gonna say you're sorry and ashamed you're not right it's obvious mm -hmm. so i mean why say it yeah it why not why not just leave so i agree with you so i'm curious to know because it's I, it sounds to me like you're kind of going off the tone of his voice like it's very clearly an insincere apology is but is that is that just like the the feeling you get from that or is there no, any I'm, 
I'm not going off his tone at all. Okay. I'm going all right. off the fact that like two minutes before he said something and then two minutes later, all of a sudden he's, it's like your parents when he said, you're sorry, you got caught. Sure. Yeah. But if, if you didn't get caught, you'd still be doing it. <clears throat> I, I am. Here's the things that really bother me. Number one, I do not care that he uses the word fag and he was clearly joking. You know what I'm saying? When he's, he's clearly just, that's a joke that he makes. Right. But what really irritates me about his apology is not not that he used an offensive word to people, but there's a few things. He's like, I'm I'm sorry if I offended anyone. Well, you know that that word offends people, so you can't be sorry about it. Like you, you and I cannot use the word fag on this podcast and not know that people are going to be offended by it. So like you can't. You, I could never apologize for saying fag and then go, well, if you're offended by it, I'm sorry. No, I know that there are people that are offended by it. I'm not sorry. Right. Right. So. I'm just, if you're offended by it, don't listen. Don't participate. So there's that. If you're offended, it's kind of whack. Then when he goes, <laughs> when he goes. <laughs> that's whack. That's bro. so whack, dude. And then when he goes, when he goes, well, that's not who I am. What did, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. who, who was it, dude? Who was I it like making the fag joke on air? That was not you, bro. I didn't. I like that. Not only did he say that's not who I am, but I have many people who can vouch for that. And that's the that, Gabe. I swear to God, that was my third point. Like no, he dragged the name. Mean. He dragged his faith into it, and both of his employ, all three of his employers. My, he's like, I've got people at the Reds, Fox, uh, Fox Sports Ohio, and the NFL. And it's like, and Jesus, Jesus is okay with me. And it's like, okay, man, thanks. <laughs> it's like. That's not who I am, and that's not who I've ever been. Who the hell makes that joke if that's not who you are? Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're the guy that makes fag jokes, good on you. I'm fine. Don't you dare get on television and tell me that's not who you are. Come on, man. So, man. You've just (laughs) become the guy down the street who says, no, 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 no. I I totally have black friends. Ask my family. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Like, I completely. And then your family's putting up their arms like, I don't know. He's all. Leave me out of this. I have nothing to do with it. Dude, if I was at Fox, I would have driven to that booth and punched him in the face. Being like, be like, oh, I've got people at Fox and there's people in my life that'll back me up. It's like, no, dude, like, you know that you can't say fag on the air. You know, and by the way, here's something that uh, I will say, like, you're not going to catch me making that joke at work. He's at work. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, come on, bro. <laughs> I was just like, this is the, it's one of the most narcissistic apologies I've ever heard. Is, is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Definitely. like, and it's not who I am, Duro. Come on, dude. And then he. How does I, it feel when you're when you're a broadcaster like that and you catch yourself saying something you you know like in the Oh, dude, you're so done, dude. Over. I absolutely would have just taken the headphones off. And I, he's just pulling out all the stops right now. Yeah, I don't know if he was told to apologize or if he's <clears> just trying to like a hail mary pass. Well, you know what? Even if you're told to apologize, what do you care? They're gonna fire you. Right. No, I'm going home and realizing that yeah. I just screwed up my job. Oh, right. you know, the last round I was going to go is I miss the old announcers. Harry Carey would have never <laughs> apologized. Oh. He would have been angry at the people that he thought were implied angry at him. Right. And he would for the next three innings until they cut his microphone <laughs> would just go on berating the people who got offended and them for not being thick skinned. Harry, Harry, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go, buddy. No, that's that's the thing. Like, I, I was not offended by the fact that he used the word fag. Obviously, like, we joke about with the word fag all the time. But you are accountable for the way you behave at work and um, dragging your faith into it. And then 
And like, and also, if you notice at the beginning of his apology, it's like he made it about him. He's like, I don't know if I'll ever be in this booth again. It's like, well, yes, you do. You know that you won't. So am I supposed to feel bad for you because you just goofed yeah. up your job? Right. Come on, dude. I've been stewing about that. I've been waiting to get that ran off my chest for like a week. Just because like, I don't care what he did. It's like, how do you screw up the apology so bad? When it's like, I shouldn't have said that. I'm at work. I know how to behave better. And then leave. That's all you had to yep. do. Holy cow. How many people do you think he offended? Because you know that only fags watch baseball. <laughs> I will say it was funny. It was a pretty big deal social media wise. Like I was chilling watching an A's game. My friend Corey texted me. He's like, Tom Brenneman just said fag on the air. And I was like, no, he didn't. Right. Wow. Like there's no way. And then, and then like about, it took about an hour before Twitter was freaking out. Um, and there's all the typical nonsense where it's like, oh, you know, string him up and hang him by his nuts and all that stuff. He's right. a homophobe and whatever. That's besides the point. I'm pissed about the fact that he didn't know how to say what I did shouldn't have happened on the air. I apologize. That's and put the headset down. Walk out, bro. It's like when you when you drop when you go inwardly on the air and you and you're like, well, were they acting inwardly? It's like, don't try to defend it, buddy. You're done. That's it. You done you done messed up there. But then he's like, I don't know if I'll have this job again. <laughs> oh, oh right. Tom Brenneman. I didn't realize um, that Tom Brenneman was a NFL guy though, too. He does the Fox NFL games. I think he's like the B or the C team. Yeah, not he's anymore. definitely not the top one. <laughs> <laughs> the Doom. Hope unemployment's doing good. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unemployment's such a mess right now. Took away, took away everyone six hundred dollars, but they gave away three hundred million to freaking uh, Lebanon because we can't, Lebanon. we can't afford, we can't afford to help people in need right now. Can't do it. Can't. Oh wait, I got a button for that. Can't do it. 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 Hey, uh, you guys are writing three hundred million dollar checks for Beirut. Yep. Okay. Uh, what about that six hundred dollars a week? Can't do it. All right, that's cool. Do you have any idea how big three hundred million dollars is? <laughs> Like, um, but uh, so last night, Jim was the the Republican National Convention. How glued to your TV were you last night? Uh pretty not. Oh, really? You weren't in? You you didn't watch it? I don't watch. I don't watch conventions. Oh, really? See, I figured that. What, you, what am I? Eighty years old? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> old people watch the convention. I did not watch the convention, but I overheard the convention from the other room. And uh, I noticed one thing as they were talking is uh, the tone of the way people would um, first. Well, I got a few things. The tone of the way people would talk about um, the presidential election was very interesting to me because it was a lot of if you vote Joe Biden and his president, things will get worse. <clears throat> things will be bad. It was like it was like, are you threatening me? It's like, are you threatening that America is going to be worse, and that is a reason for me to vote for you? I don't understand. Well, both sides are saying that. Yes, they both are. But what I'm saying is, why isn't anybody going? Joe Biden is a horrible human being. Yeah, he is the worst, and he's barely coherent. <laughs> like it's well, pretty think, easy. So I think once they start with the debates, it's going to be like lights out when it comes to that if they had the debates you know that they don't want 
I mean, I'm going to get political for a second. Sure. Because, you know, I do vote Republican. Sure. But I, I feel like the other side would not. I mean, I, I know I would. If Biden was my guy, I wouldn't want him going anywhere. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Biden. It would be like Glass Joe and uh, Little Mac. Yeah. Reep, reep, reep. So the, um, the thing that I'm, that's what I'm saying is like, it's it, taking that approach and saying, well, you know, things are going to be terrible if you vote Joe Biden. And it's like, shouldn't you, you should sort of tell me what you're going to do. But then also, if you're going to attack Joe Biden, there's a lot more to it than Joe Biden is going to make everything worse. Like, what about yeah, Joe definitely. Biden is already terrible. Joe Biden right. is the worst. He's the worst possible freaking. I, I'm still blown away by that. Like, you know, the Democrats could have had anyone and that would have been better than joe biden and they still landed on joe biden right do you think that there's a thing out there like uh i mean they say that they they have the, that there's a thing where you have to pay your dues and and work your way up through the ranks and stuff i mean joe biden's been out there in the political field for for decades and stuff but mm -hmm. and for a while he said he didn't even want to run for president and then he ended up doing it sure but i mean is it something to do with that where he had to get the nomination or he was like, like almost like a tenure system or like you're yeah, saying, like they're not, like not they're like, a it's just the way how it works in the business. Sure. But like Barry Sanders is a hundred years old and it's like, I, Who? I, Barry, all right, I said Barry, I mean, Bernie, <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> Bernie Sanders is like a million years old, you know? And like, yeah. I, I kind of understand. Here's the thing that's messed up. I kind of understand the democratic party, not wanting Bernie Sanders to be their guy because he's so far left compared to. Your sure. typical, I get that. There's two problems with that. Number one, the Republicans were successful by getting somebody who was way extreme to run for them, yeah. which I thought I didn't think was a good idea, but it clearly worked. Number two, there's a lot of support for him, you know, amongst the constituents. The only pro the only people that have a problem with Bernie Sanders being the Democratic nominee are the Democrats, not the actual people that vote Democrat. True. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like that's super weird. Number one. So the, I th I honestly think that that's all just about Bernie Sanders being Jewish. I swear to God, that's just about him being Jewish. Because um, they also gave Lieberman a hard time, and he and he was Jewish. Like, Joe Lieberman. <laughs> Joe Lieberman. Joe, Joe Lieberman. Joe Lieberman had some of the craziest things, man. He, what, Joe well, Lieberman he was, was like weird. the big guy I mean, who wanted went, to get rid of Doom, right? He, he waffled between Republican and traits and Democratic traits. So he was kind of like one of those guys. It was him but, and his wife, though, that wanted to get rid of Doom and yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat. This, that thing in the 90s and stuff where that, yeah, it was anything violence because he was he ran as a Democrat, but he was very conservative in his his views. Gabe is being very quiet about the political discussion. Gabe, are you, are you looking at I'm trying to see if MLB TV cut out the Tom Brenneman statement or not? Oh, I see. Uh, I believe it was the 20. It's Excuse the me. game to the pregame, right? The, I believe so. Or it may have been during the pre pregame of the first game. But oh, okay. typically MLB TV doesn't have the entire pregame show. It just has like the segment before the game starts. Right. Wait, is MLB TV like a whole channel of baseball? It's beautiful. Dude, MLB TV allows you to watch I every... I every <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
Well, I was shopping for a new car. Which one's me? A cool convertible or an SUV? Too bad I didn't know my credit was whack. Cause now I'm driving off the lot in a used subcompact. F R E E, that spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. Saw their ads on my TV. Thought about going, but was too lazy. Now instead of looking fly and rolling fat, my legs are sticking to the vinyl and my posse's getting laughed at. F R E E, that spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. Offer applies with enrollment and triple advantage. You're all invited to help Tuttle and Rockwell Company of Hornell celebrate their 150th anniversary. It's Tuttle and Rockwell's anniversary kickoff sale with tremendous values for everyone. On the first floor, Kathy's Place Basic Tops, usually $13, now $7.99. Ladies' DC Stretch Jeans, $21.99. Cocoa Knit Coordinates, jackets, skirts, pants, blouses, all 40% reduced. Summer skirts in assorted styles, values to $29.50, now $17.50, and $21. It's the 150th anniversary kickoff sale, in progress now at Tuttle and Rockwell Company, Main Street, downtown Hornell. Is Brad done trying to talk about baseball? You're listening to Broken Link Radio. And realize that I can turn you down myself. <laughs> embrace the power. Embrace, embrace the power. Can you do a good uh, Palpatine, Jim or Gabe? <laughs> I'm Palpatine. I can do the, I can Is do, I do the lightning guy from Star Wars. You're like, feel the power of the dark side. I love doing that voice. I didn't know the power of the dark side. <laughs> I, like, I didn't see that one. I have a, I have a hoodie that's very Jedi, very Jedi Sith looking. So I put it on sometimes and I just walk around talking and like, like, uh, like the emperor. It's pretty sweet. Pretending like I can shoot lightning out of my hands. So, fun fact, guys, I have not seen beyond uh, Phantom Menace. Is that the Jar Jar Binks? Oh, one? God. Yeah, those are all bad. But Jim doesn't like but he wasn't Star Wars. In that. He was in the early ones, <sighs> wasn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, but sort of. He was in... Yeah, he was in the Phantom Menace. Oh, okay. Yeah, he turns into the Emperor in the Phantom Menace. It's a whole thing. I've seen the first Jar Jar Binks does? No, not Jar Jar Binks. Oh, I'm like, he's the Emperor? Wow, what did I miss? <laughs> Dude, did you hear any of those fan theories where, like, when the last movie was coming out, they're like, dude, it, they're, it's coming out where Jar Jar Binks is going to be, like, the, the ultimate bad guy. And you're like, no, it's never going to happen. That's gay. Do you know Charles Manson was five foot two? Yes, I did. That's crazy. He was pretty crazy, too, Jim. <laughs> Just ask his family. Pika. Pika. My bunghole. Pikachu. See, okay, see, we didn't go back to it, but yeah, so there's actually a bunch of them. So um, if you eat ice, you have Pagapagia. <gasps> Pagapagia. Pagapagia. And oh, wait, wait, hair. wait, Pagapagia? Yes. Is that, uh, <laughs> what if it was <laughs> Pagafagia? What, um, <laughs> Paga, 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 wait. Paga, Paga Fagia is like the Italian way, the Italian version of faggot, right, Jim? 
Bugafagia. Bugafagia. Now I don't even know how to say it now. Pegafagia is a fear of ice, or I mean, the one you want to eat ice, right? Right. Yep. Right. That's when you eat ice. If you eat air, it's uh, trichophagia. <laughs> if you eat air, trichophagia. Paper is xylophagia. Should I read this on air? Do you want to start the next segment with that? I already started the next segment. You've been re- we've been recording you the whole time. Uh, drywall or deep, paint or deep sharp state is object oh. is acuphagia. Okay, let me stop you because paint. Every time I open up a can of paint, like. I just want to. It looks so good. (laughs) You want to have acuphagia. I uh, I do want that. The thing that I like about paint is um, like the 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 surface texture. Like when light hits it, that looks amazing to me. But I've never had the desire to to like sniff it or ingest it. Like Splatoon. Yes, I know. I just haven't gotten around to buying the game. So it smells good. It looks like it would taste good. I'm sure it doesn't, but looks like a milkshake. It does look speaking, a little bit like a milkshake, yeah. Speaking of what you think looks delicious, Brad, you you and you might have metallophagia because that's the eating of metal, as you were talking about the coins earlier. I mean, I don't metallophagia. Any, I, I didn't do it. I just just like at a phase, I ate boogers, play-doh, and coins when I was a kid. Coins so there's is nothing, so weird. Nothing for play-doh. Yeah, metallophagia. It sounds like you recovered from that. Um, oh, now, you know I what I just know. remembered? I just remembered. Okay, this is super gross. Is um, my grandfather had a dog that had a leash, and you know the buckle on the leash that it's got the little sliding thing on the latch, and then you hook to the dog's collar. Mm-hmm. I used to suck that buckle all the time. I thought what it is t- wrong with thought it t- <laughs> suck that buckle, man. <laughs> well, at Cracker! least you did not have coprophagia. Okay, what is that? Where you like copper? Poop. Jim, you get the points. Caprophagia. So isn't that the name be... for um I think that's like the Latin word for cockroach or something, because they I think they eat poop or something. Oh yeah, it's that word is derived from Greek copros so uh, feces and yeah, to eat. Oh. So would that be synonymous with any sort of waste? So like if you're eating boogers, would you still have coprophagia? No, I think it's I would imagine yeah, boogers no, has feces. its own thing. Oh, that's so gross. That's dude. dookie. That's dookie. <laughs> <laughs> burnt matches even burnt matches got out well, one of the uh one of the ones you said was strange because it lumped together like sharp objects drywall and paint or right. something right yeah. why Acufagia. why why wouldn't those all have their own category well accu would mean sharp objects right i would think i don't i haven't brushed yeah, i haven't so... brushed up on my latin since my last vocabulary test and so the reason, this is a form of pika characterized by the consumption of sharp metallic objects. So pika some of these objects may <laughs> cause complications such as intentional obstruction. So basically, I think it's all just lumped in because they have the same effect. What if uh, what if like you're a what if you're a circus performer and you do, you're like the sword swallower? Does that mean you have that or is that just like part of your job? Well, I'm, you might either have that or metallophagia. You I might mean, you be like a circus it? performer because you have that. True. Or you may have hyalophagia, which is the consumption of glass. That's weird. I've heard of that before. Like, and Isn't how there, do you, aren't there glass you poss- at the circus? Dude, how can you possibly digest glass without just ripping, literally just ripping your intestines up? Oh, how could that ever happen? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Brad's had enough. 
He's getting, oh! You imagine being ripped up from the inside? Pika, 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 That's how the doctors break the news to you. That's what it sounds like when you eat glass bread. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever watch the P- the Pokemon, the Pikachu show, the Pokemon, the Pokemon. show? <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch the Pokemon? <laughs> you ever watch the Pokemon? How old are should, you, Brad? If you're like uh, <laughs> the Pokemon, uh, yeah. did you ever watch the Pokemon? I'm gonna get my shoulders up behind my neck and be like Larry, uh, Larry King. So you watch the Pokemon. You, you like the Pokemon? You like the Pokemon? Uh, what do you do with the Pokemon? <laughs> um, did you play uh, Larry King here? <laughs> We're talking today about the Pokemon. <laughs> Brad, do you like the Pokemon? But do you like oh. the, do you do, do you like the Pokemon? What do you do? Where's the po- where is the Pokemon? Why why is he where here? Is he? <laughs> why, why is he here? Catch What's them with all? all the lightning? Go. <laughs> Bangor, Maine, Lightning and Pikachu. Go. <laughs> do you like my suspenders? <laughs> Los Angeles, California. Pikachu? Pika Pika. Prank caller. Uh, did you play uh, Pokemon Go when that was like the big thing back in 16? No, I did not. See, it seems like you would be into something like Pokemon Go. Well, I, I never got into Pokemon too much. Right. If I if I had, I, I'd probably play it. It was an augmented reality game, Gabe. Do you remember Ooh. Pokemon Go? Or AR? I never um, got down with the Pokemon Go. It was I actually, never did the Pokemon Go. It was kind of funny because it was a really cool idea. It's just I, it was wasted on something gay like Pokemon. Yeah. You know? And uh, Pokemon Go was... So it gave... It took like a map of the real world and placed game items inside the real world. So you had to take your cell phone playing the game and accomplish... Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah No, yeah. I never played it and I hated <clears throat> everyone who did. Did you ever... <laughs> Did uh, I forgot? Did uh, people go to the the old arena and find things in Pokemon Go? Absolutely, yeah. It disrupted production <laughs> immensely all the time, and I hated it. Fans, <laughs> workers, uh, <laughs> members, Gabe's actual over- wrestlers, Gabe, I hated it all. <laughs> Gabe's trying to run a wrestling show, and people are walking around playing Pokemon Go because I forget exactly how it worked, but uh, something like a gym. Or something like basically a, a place yeah. where people would congregate. Points of interest. Yeah, would turn into something inside the game, you know? So, like, yep. Gabe's trying to run a wrestling show and there's people walking around with their cell phones just like collecting their Pokemons and stuff. Yeah. I hate Rather it. They're like, than they're, doing work. Yeah, they're sitting around they're like, like they just discovered that there's like a park. Oh, wow. Let's go to the park. <laughs> you people would wander into the arena and like obstruct production just oh. wandering street and like oh would you like to buy a ticket oh no i just saw a megalophoridon or whatever we're being called. active yay us yeah that and that was the bane of my existence for for two years two entire years i you hate have, you you have, you have somebody cutting a promo they're just like i'm gonna tell you something right now i'm gonna get in that ring i'm gonna take care of business brother and you're not gonna want to be in my business because when you get around me the the checks can't Ooh. be cash from your ass and then it's like, well, that's the problem. They would say, you don't want to be around. My- Ooh, an onyx. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to break your back right over that table. And I'm going to shove my elbow right down your nose. Oh, look, there's one over here behind the table.
Fans would Jeez. wander into the locker room. It was terrible. R- wrestlers. We would lose wrestlers underneath the ring finding these. Gabe's like trying to find people for their spots. Hey, where, where's, <laughs> where did Andy go? He's looking for a freaking Charmander. Yeah. I don't even They're know. on the roof. <clears throat> how many He's They're on the roof. He's throwing a Pokeball. How many, uh, how many actual Pokemon do you, can you name, Jim? Um, okay, so you got Pikachu, There's go. Charizard, okay. Squirtle. Oh, yeah, Squirtle. Um, Squirtle. I, I know some of these because of Super Smash Brothers. Oh, that's right. True, true. So true. you got those three. There's, um, uh, that might be it. That might- <laughs> Brad knows some of these because, well. Uh, <clears throat> All right, so. Squirtle. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I did I did like that he said Squirtle. So what a- Welcome to the team, Squirtle. 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 There's the trainer. Yeah. What What's a- the big sleepy one? Snorlax. Oh, I know Mewtwo. I know Lucario. Lucario is or Lucario. I like how Jim's like, I never mess with Pokemon. I don't know anything about it. I don't. They're Smash Brothers guys. <laughs> you've, and you've listed off too. 98 of 101. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've collected them all. That's what I've done. Um. It's so yeah, Jigglypuff. I, I know. Oh yeah, I know Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. I know Jigglypuff from like the song. There's one more that I can't think of. There's there's also Mew. Abracadabra. There's Mew. Uh, Greninja. Greninja. Yeah. What is no, he? No, that's a, that is a Vanilla Ice song from the early nineties. Greninja, Greninja, Greninja <laughs> from the uh, Mutant Turtles. That's what you're thinking of, Jim. Good one. Good one. <laughs> well, that was a nice poll, Gabe. Um, so, so I know poke, I, I know Pokemon, I know like, Pikachu, I know Muth. I didn't know about Mewtwo. The hell's Muth? It's like some yeah. e- of evolution of Mewtwo or something. I don't know. Um, no Jigglypuff. Oh, Meow, Meowth. You're talking about Meowth. They was a little baddie, uh, with the, the rocket, rocket team or rocket, whatever they were. Rocket they, uh, team. they had that little talking cat with them. That was Meowth. You lost no relation to Mew. I have no idea. So you said like Muth, it's actually, there's a Meowth, and that was a <laughs> little talking cat that was with the, the bad people. You know, I, I complain about um, sometimes the things that my parents kept me from growing up, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Transformers, but then I think they'd pretty much nail it on Pokemon. I hate this. Sounds like everything about Pokemon I would hate. And- oh, so right. the, the <clears throat> cat that I'm talking about and the Mew that you guys brought up, they actually made it, apparently. Oh, so your parents, yeah, and that made the Muth that you are referring to. Oh, there's some Pokemon sex going on. That's some dirty mm-hmm. stuff. Pokeballs. <clears throat> hey, Jim, Pokey did you did, did, <laughs> did you watch uh, did you watch the shooting? Hey, what? <laughs> did you watch the shooting this week? The shooting, the shooting. Yeah, the no. guy, the guy they shot like seven times in uh, Wisconsin. I have not even heard about. Oh this. Oh my god, Jim! Yeah, we got a, we got another, we we got another city on fire right now. Ah, oh, looking for Someone any excuse Wisconsin, to have yeah. a party. <laughs> I watched the video. I watched the video. It's pretty bad. This stuff just turns me into an eighty-five-year-old Italian man. Yeah, they uh, sitting on my porch. They shot a guy who was getting into his van who had uh, was. Said guy's name, so I can look this up. Hold on. Uh, yeah. If you play it, let me know. I'm going to step away. <laughs> he was getting into his van, you say? Yeah. It was Wisconsin, Jacob right? Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake, it. yeah. It doesn't sound like a black person. He he got shot seven <laughs> times. Sorry, Ed. He got shot seven times in the back. 
entering his SUV in front of his in, in front of his children. Uh, if you watch the what video, what was he doing to get shot seven times? Uh, he was breaking up a fight between two women. Breaking the law, breaking the law. And then, and then the police showed up on scene, and they wanted to take him down. And he's kind of like, "No, I'm getting in the car with my kids, and I'm leaving. You guys are here to so take." So you're on. Are you on his? So you're. I. I have no idea. I'm asking. Sure. Are you? Are, are the police in the wrong? Oh yeah, they should not have shot this man. Oh man, come <laughs> sh- on. I dare you. To, I dare you to watch the video. I'm not gonna play it. But no, I, no, I'm not you. Come on, no, come look, on, police. It's bad. It's bad, dude. It, oh it, man, seven times in the back. There's a video of it. Yeah. Yeah, they've been dude. circulating it on all the <laughs> news channels too. Dude, it's so bad. So like, that's the thing. I th- we talked about this uh, a couple months ago. It's like, uh, it, it's not okay. You, these, there would not be city destroying riots if you just didn't murder people in the streets. Like, you know what I mean? So that's a fair statement. Come on, man. That's like, a fair statement. it's just like, and I, I put in the show purpose, like, how can you keep messing this up? And I'll tell you, for having watched the video, Jim, they shot him because he wasn't listening. So it was, it wasn't about safety or danger. It was about compliance, which is my problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a really, I don't, you may have even seen this. Um, there's a really bad video about a guy who got shot um in a hotel in mesa and the cops really just shot him because he wasn't complying not because he was dangerous you know and there's there is a difference between compliance and danger you know what i'm saying and it's like it's like police officers just shoot people if they don't listen if they don't comply and it's like come on man like that's not how this works they had and the other thing was they had him you know what i mean like yeah, they could have no reason to they, escalate it. Right, they could have taken him down, cuffed him, figured it out, realized that he didn't need to be taken down, all that stuff. But instead, they're like, "Oh, shoot him!" <laughs> it's like, "Oh my god, shoot him! Shoot, shoot him! Shoot him, man!" It's like, "Holy cow!" I would be a terrible cop. I would, I would, my temper would get the better of me. I think that I would be a terrible cop because I would probably get killed because I would be a, so. I am, I am so far on the other end. You know what I mean? Like. I, I think the de-escalation is important, you know. Yeah. But uh, but uh, like the one the one guy in Georgia where it's like I had to shoot him because he was going after my gun. I was like, well then don't get taken down by a criminal when it's three on one, you idiot. But that's come on, you can't say that. <clears throat> yeah, the criminal I can. shouldn't be going after a cop's gun. It, you There's don't got to be consequences. No, I understand that, but uh, don't get you're already going into a situation where you're outmanning him. Like you're a jackass. If you're getting your gun threatened when it's three on one, if it's, if you, if, if I was in a fight three on one, I should not win. Right. right. So that's a problem with the three people that, that were fighting me. Not that it should happen, but what I'm saying is <clears throat> I'm saying like, you should be competent enough to be able to take down one person when it's three on one, you dumbass. So at any time during like the arrest, did the perpetrator say, I'll put my I'll hands. Put my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. The men in black shot that cockroach. Shot his head right off. <laughs> Blew him up from the inside. Uh, absolutely no restraint. Where wasn't there any riots in New York City when that happened? Well, uh, he he was about to... Oh, I see. It's been too long since I watched the movie. I gotta go watch it again. He was about to make off with the, uh, the galaxy. <clears throat> yeah, can't have that. I still Don't didn't... Making off with any galaxies. Or making out with any galaxies. Exactly, that'd be rough. Gabe, Gabe, what kind of research you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't hear about this either, Gabe. The uh, I heard about it. I just 
There's like all kinds of nat- really. They're in like one of those situations where there's all there's national guards going down there. It's just another city on fire. Just mm. another city well, on fire, dude. Yeah, and I, I hate to to discredit it, but at this point, it's like it's <laughs> like it, it's it's any anything that and and this is going to sound ridiculous, but like anything that poli- the police have done within the last what sixty days or so have resulted uh-huh. in, a, in a riot. There was a I know a guy <laughs> in San Diego. Because I remember I was I was working late one night and uh-huh. it ended up being that he was a criminal. Sure. And he pulled his gun on the police and they shot him. Oh yeah, shoot him. Protest within within twelve hours. Yeah, no, I get protest. I get that. See that th- you're never going to hear me like for instance, uh, Jim. This guy was unarmed and he was getting into a car. That's when they shot him. Right. <clears throat> like he right. he didn't go into the car to get a gun because he would have gone into the first available door. He went around. If you watch the video, he goes around the vehicle to get into the driver's seat, and they're just like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they just shoot him seven times. Don't walk away from me, boy. Yeah, it was pretty much what it was. Um, so so I've heard that like the likelihood of the police officers that shot um what is the dude's name? My mind just goes blank when I start talking to the microphone. The uh, mm-hmm. you talk about the guy in Georgia. The original guy a couple months ago. Oh, though, were they held on the neck? George, George Floyd. Floyd. George, yeah. yeah, they didn't shoot him. Yeah. So was... I, I heard that the, that they might like get off the charges. Oh my god, that would be crazy because they they can't prove that um they that he died from that and not the drugs that was in the system. What what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. That's what I heard. <laughs> uh, no, I know that. But that's that's crazy. That's crazy because you don't take a guy down for a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. That's not that's right. not how you handle that. You don't even call the police for a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. It's crazy. The whole thing is just like ridiculous. So conspiracy man didn't even happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm half serious. <sighs> so ridiculous. Oh, I know. Did, did you you're talking about like those those pictures where they show like how could this guy look like this in one picture and then look like this in did another? Did I send that to you? No, it's I've seen it a I few times. I think I did, and you got all like uh, you ignored me. I was like, oh, no. yeah, okay. Is that why we didn't have the show last week? Is that the real reason? <laughs> I've just been pissed about George Floyd. No, I'm just saying. I used to. I I had a job where we would have to answer for restraints, and I understand there should be certain guidelines to protect people before, during, and after restraints. And the first thing you do when you restrain somebody is figure out how to get them out of the restraint. And that right there is enough for them to be culpable for what happened. They were Dude, clearly not figuring out how to get them out of the restraint. How how high security do those co- cops in the George Floyd thing have to be kept in right now? Like, they got to be in, like, the maximum security just to keep people out. Oh, I know. Yeah. I imagine, yeah. That, that dude, I'm telling you what, if they if they got out somehow, I I did hear, I heard somebody actually, it was Anthony Cumia try to defend, um, try to defend basically the position like, oh, uh, the George Floyd thing happened and the guy was a scumbag and he was on all kinds of drugs and had health problems. It's like, right, but but what you're gonna hear me say a hundred times over is somebody should have somebody's responsible for, for figuring out how to get that person out of the restraint restraint as soon as possible. And because that didn't happen, you killed the guy. That's it. So that's the, that's just like what's been crazy to me is like, oh, well, it's like, well, I have a nervous problem. Does that mean if somebody puts me down that uh, I just have to live with it? It's like, no, like if you put me down and I have a nervous problem and then I have a heart attack, you can't go, well, he died of a heart attack, but he had a nervous issue. You know what I mean? Well, no, you shouldn't have been doing what you're doing. Doesn't so abs- there's actually a uh, 
I guess the body cam footage got leaked <clears throat> from these the, these cops. Yeah, yeah I watched did you it. see it? I did watch it. Yep. Is it uh, compelling? It is not good. I I would not if if I was a defense lawyer, I would not. I wouldn't have. I don't feel like I'd be able to pull it off because it's pretty bad. Ouch. Yeah. Nor would you probably want to. I'd imagine. No, right? I know like, it was something that morally conflicting. Well, can you I, breathe? I can. Uh, that's not. That's not funny to me, man. That's <laughs> when that became like a catchphrase. I'm like, that was probably when the worst time for my anxiety. And so yeah, I was like, I, I was like laying in bed oh, every man. day. I was laying in bed every day, going. Brad, it's all right. You can breathe. Brad, it's all right. You can breathe. You for Christmas. (laughs) A respirator? A (laughs) t-shirt. Lasagna. Taco lasagna that looked like the guy, like the bug from Men in Black when when his head exploded. It was delicious. (laughs) Now tell me this doesn't sound good, Gabe. You take, you have a bag of Fritos, and then you make. Gabe, a- Gabe, while uh, while Norma's telling the story, I'm going to click on my Christy Mac story on Facebook. Okay. Who's Christy Mac? No, don't do that. I don't. Don't make me look at that. You can get thirty percent off of her ass. Anyway, I'm trying to put something <laughs> over the screen. So you have you you make this mixture of ground beef and garlic and onions and uh, enchilada sauce, uh, tomatoes, diced tomatoes with green chilies, cream cheese. What else was in that? Black beans. And then you layer it. You put a half a bag of Fritos, then you put half of the meat mixture, then you put half of the two cups of shredded cheese and then you do another layer and then you bake it for like 20 25 minutes it's awesome game mm. you put Sounds taco good. seasoning in the meat mixture it, it was good and bradley made fun of it gabe uh we're not going to announce this person's name or we're not going to mention what their relationship is to me but i just want you to get a load of this person right here okay you don't want to get a load of them they um is this somebody who you have become friends with through well back in the day they would be VHS tapes is that <laughs> I don't know what the equivalent is these No I days. can't I can't give a, I can't give it away you just got to see my mom rolling her eyes right now <laughs> a tube of sorts That's one true. of those websites that end in the word tube <laughs> His mom has to keep her mouth shut <laughs> while we're previewing Oh Oh, would you look at that? that? This is really good podcast, and Gabe, would you look at that? <laughs> <laughs> a tw- twenty-minute oh. segments of like, oh, hey, look at this. Uh, hey, it looks like somebody that should be on wrestling. <laughs> uh, yeah, that character has been done multiple times in wrestling. Yeah, the um, the hussy. I don't. <sighs> That's a man. That is a natural boy. Natural boy. Natural boy. That was a natural. That was a natural boy. I can't. <laughs> God damn! I can't even. You got a natural boy. That was a. Yeah. That was a natural born uh, male. Is what we were okay. looking at. Gotcha. So okay. So let me ask you this question because now I'm curious because my first reaction is right where where I went with it like oh hussy hoochie dress. There's a lot of provocative clothing now. With that being the case, does that make a difference, or is that now overlooked? Because 
in our world, right? If you walk around in a speedo, Brad, uh-huh. people are going to look at you weird, but it's not inappropriate. If Brad Correct. walks around that's in a speedo, an, you know people are going to scream and run. That's an interesting. <laughs> that's an interesting point you brought there. Like, uh, because instantly, uh, the second that I learned that fact, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, right. That's well, not see, a whore. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's an interesting conversation that maybe we should have some other time. But there's definitely, um, I think correctly so, there's a difference in feminine and masculine modesty. Um, mm-hmm. But also there are things like, because uh, we, we run into this problem all the time um, when I have different conversations about morals with people, is I'll have a lot of people who's like, uh, you know, any dress that goes above the kneecap, the middle of the kneecap is, you know, you're a whore. And it's like, well, no, as a matter of fact, like, you might be better off with a shorter skirt if you aren't a big fat piece of shit. You know, that's mm. a, if you are a big fat piece of shit wearing a terrible mini skirt, that would be immodest because it's unsightly and nobody needs that. You know what I'm saying? So like in wrestling, so like in wrestling, right? We've got a bunch of dudes running around in speedos, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing as like when you go to the beach, like that's the environment that you're going into. It's not immodest to wear that attire in the context of a wrestling event. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that there's a context for feminine dress no, and masculine you, you dress in the go, same you can't way. Use that argument. You why can't, can't I? Why, why can't I? Well, that's like saying that when you walk into a strip club, it's okay for them to be naked because it's in that element. Yeah. No. It's well, still immodest. Well, it'd be it'd be inappropriate if they weren't naked in the, it's in, immodest. The, in the strip club. You can't say that it's modest. How can you say that that would be modest apparel? No, I know. We all understand that a strip club is based on immodesty. But. But what I'm saying is, you can't you can't base your decision on your your opinion of modesty no, and immodesty on the situation or no the no because it's about being provocative. So so well, those are two different things. Well, right, but provocative doesn't necessarily need to be sexual. So if you are a big fat mess wearing a miniskirt and you look like shit, that's provocative or a singlet. Get on the Patreon, scumbags! You're listening to. Broken Link Radio. Last segment on Broken Link Radio. Gabe, that means it's time for your news and nonsense, right? Indeed it is, Brad. Brad and Jim, this is your news and nonsense for today, scumbags. And today's news and nonsense is brought to you by Brad's mucophagy. <laughs> is that is that where you eat your own boogers? Yes. Oh, that's disgusting. Do you still do that? Never, dude. I stopped me, that when I was five. Yeah, me, me too. Mucophagy. When life imitates art. From the Associated Press out of Madison, Mississippi. Months after his brother was indicted in one of the largest public corruption cases in Mississippi's history... Federal authorities are trying to seize the $1.5 million Madison home of former professional wrestler Ted DiBiase Jr. A state audit in 2019 showed DiBiase's family of former professional wrestlers received millions of dollars from Mississippi's welfare agency through nonprofits, business deals, and travel reimbursements in recent years. Meanwhile, State Department of Human Services was denying more than 98% of its individual applicants for welfare. 
Mississippi is one of the poorest states in the U.S. In a report released in May, Mississippi State Auditor Shad White said his employees identified $94 million in questionable spending by the Department of Human Services, including payments, including payments with no clear connection to helping needy people. A former human services director and five other people were indicted on state charges of embezzling about $4 million. DiBiase's brother. (laughs) DiBiase's brother, Brett, briefly worked at Mississippi's Department of Human Services and was later indicted on charges of stealing $48,000 in welfare money. Brett DiBiase has pleaded not guilty. Authorities say Brent DiBiase was paid to teach drug abuse classes in Mississippi, even though he was in a luxury drug rehabilitation program in Malibu, California at the time. Ted DiBiase Sr. was known as the Million Dollar Man during his professional wrestling career for his golden championship belt adorned with dollar signs. He's laughing because million dollars really isn't that much money anymore. Yeah, I know, really. Million dollars. What a big deal. I there's um I don't know if we I told you this before, but um when they hired Ted DiBiase to be the million dollar man, he actually had a stipend of like I want to say $10,000 at all times so that in case anybody came up to him and we're like, "Yeah, that million dollar thing, the million dollar man thing, that's sort of like a, a character, right?" And he would just like pull out Ten thousand dollars, and he was allowed to spend it too. So, like at like the a end, large petty, petty yeah, cash like account. a huge petty cash account. So he could just be like, he had ten thousand dollars of disposable income at all times. Was he anyone's like favorite wrestler? Dude, I loved Ted DiBiase. I oh, he was mine. I think for a couple of years yeah. he was like um, he was before he was a little bit before my time. But like by the time as a kid, I was watching regularly. He had already sort of semi-retired and was mostly a manager. When do you let go of a persona? So like you, you got Ted DiBiase, Never. million dollar man for like what? Maybe 10 years? 87 until 94. Okay. You live and it, then, Jim. These are these real people's personalities. There's no persona. <laughs> Randy Savage, you know, he was, he had been like close to 10 years, right? For, as the Macho Man. Macho Man was 84 to 2004. Okay, so 20 so years. 20 year, that's a little ridiculous, but. He gets a pass because his persona kind of turned into a, like a, a whole, what's the word I'm looking for? Not persona? a way of life, but it was him. Yeah. He was larger than life. Sure. Yeah. Hulk yeah. Hogan. Same thing. Hulk Hogan. I guess he was big enough where he didn't have to Bret Hart. do his, his himself. Yeah. Bret Hart still thinks that he's Bret the Hitman Hart. And he still thinks Goldberg. That, he still thinks that character is important. I think Goldberg comes out of character. Um, but yeah, it's actually been talked about before where Terry Bollea uh, is so married to the character that it's hard for people to really deal with him sometimes because at some point during the conversation or during their dealings with him, he sort of becomes Hulk Hogan, you know? Yeah. So it's like, and then uh, there's an amazing 30 for 30 on Ric Flair that I would suggest you watch because a lot the, a lot of it is about how Ric Flair and Richard Fleer at some point became the same person. And it's hard for him to be successful, and it's hard for right. him to really exist without Ric Flair being a I huge part that. of his life. You know, that's got to be streamed. It is super weird, especially for the people in his life. 
And then, like, my wrestling persona is pretty easy to be because I just be, like, the biggest dick that you can possibly be on the show every time. No, that's simple, yeah. Yeah, that's easy. I told you, Jim, there's no separation. <laughs> These wrestlers are who they are. <laughs> Look at Brad. I don't, um, I don't the, a Clarion Ledger investigation found Mississippi's Department of Human <laughs> Services paid his Christian wrestling ministry more than $2 million in welfare funds. Jim, are you? Do you get extra pissed when you hear something like that? I feel I like to me that bothers me more than than if he just stole it. You know what I mean? I I guess I, I, because it's deceptive. Is that sort of? It's like I like I steal people's welfare money and I put it into my church or my ministry, which is just money for me to spend. Like. You're, it's like dragging the Christian thing through the mud again, which really pisses me off. So, like when I when I saw that in the story, I was like, "That son of a bitch!" Like, right. You know what you know what I'm saying? Like that's like a little extra. Like now I'm. It would be bad to steal two million dollars of people' welfare money, especially when you don't need it. But it's yeah. even worse for you to be like, "Well, I'm going to hide it in my Christian organization." Yeah, it no, makes me like furious. Yeah. I haven't pressed the next button yet because I can't find my my news sheet. <laughs> it's okay, Brad. We'll wait. We'll wait. There are specific production notes. But yeah, like people around, like, so say like Ted DiBiase's like wife or something. Do they think they, they, they fall in love with that persona? Oh, that's an interesting point. Like, so like the spouse of like, yeah. like Hulk Hogan, I don't know how long this guy, guy's been married, but like they like anybody them, who makes them post their career, like oh yeah, yeah that's if he turn into a regular guy, it might be kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. What, yeah, I never even really thought about. It. I've never, I've never been laid from wrestling before, so I wouldn't know. Like, you know, is that person, you know, is that person attracted to the million dollar man, or are they attracted to Ted DiBiase? You wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe you attracted to Ted DiBiase, million dollar man, or me. Next, look at me. Look at my eyes, baby. Tell me. <laughs> From Fox News. Although I might be, of, in, I might be in love with with somebody who has ten thousand dollars of disposable income at all times. From Fox you, News, out of. And you think your family is dysfunctional? Are you in love with Meatloaf, baby? Or are you in love with Marvin Gaye a day? <laughs> a bride recently posted online about how her mother gave a vicious speech at her wedding last year, on. which led the groomsmen to ask her mother to leave the reception. The bride explained that she didn't really feel comfortable allowing her mom to speak at her wedding because of their quote unquote strained relationship. <laughs> According to the Reddit post, the mom insulted the bride's appearance, her quote crappy apartment, and her quote gross medical issues. Gross. <laughs> gross. Were they gross or were they just exaggerated? In a quote from the bride to be, or the bride in process, I suppose, each time she paused to let a joke land, there was a silence. Did you say bride in process? Does, it, does, it, does that bride show up as like a pending a pending transaction in your account history? Well, that's what the, the wedding would be, essentially, right? The transactions processing. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, are, you, are, you, are you being a misogynist as saying that all women, when it comes down to it, are whores? Is that what you're saying? Misogynist. Um, I'll get back to you in about two or three minutes with that, Brad. My <laughs> husband and wedding party stared at me, frozen, waiting for my cue on how to react. 
They stayed seated until her bit about how I am damaged goods. <laughs> Referring to a time when I was 19, I had a bad date, and the guy harassed me for over a year after. How do you feel about the mother the mother making fun of her daughter for being raped when she was 19, Jim, at her wedding? Who Now, I, I must have missed the very beginning. Like, who, who are these people? We These are just people? Regular people? Yeah. Real regular people. And it, yes. it got in the news because... Fox, right, Fox News just, put it out. Yeah, so it's like... So it's like uh, this this lady at her wedding let her mom speak, and her mom thought it was, was like tried to do a roast, but it was really mean spirited and terrible. Like for instance, joking about when she got raped when she was nineteen, and calling her and calling her damaged goods. There's got to be more reason behind this. So well, that, well, they she hates the bitch. That's what the problem is. That's great, but but why? <laughs> Why the bride so added it. Uh, I think. Hold, I'm sorry, Gabe. I, I think if when Gabe gets towards the end of the story, you'll start to understand the mother's behavior a little better. Okay. The bride added it seriously impacted my mental health, and I dropped out of college. It is painful to think or talk about. At that point, one of the groomsmen took the mic away from the mother, and the groom took the bride to the patio for drinks, while the rest of the wedding party asked the band to play. Quote. I found out the next day that the groomsmen had not only stopped her speech, they made her leave, the bride said. However, the drama has apparently continued for the bride, who said she still hasn't heard the end of it. My mom says I am humiliated her, the bride said. My family says that I should have just prepared myself because, quote, I know how she is. So, they say so, so Jim, the mother got up there said all sorts of inappropriate things, made fun of her daughter for being raped when she was 19 at her wedding, and then told the daughter that she should feel bad because she humiliated her. The family told her that they know how she knows how she is. <laughs> wow. They say I was wrong to deprive a mother of her daughter's wedding. Quote, it caused drama that could have been avoided if I just let my mom do her thing, the bride added. I could have just That's like the same as being raped, isn't it? I could have just stopped the speech, but let her stay. On the other hand, if my husband's dad had delivered a similar speech, I would have dragged him out myself. I still don't understand why, to Jim's point. Oh, so it's very clear that the mother has some narcissistic tendencies. Maybe she wanted to marry the groom's like, groom. The mom wants the daughter to feel bad about humiliating her when she's the one who perpetrated the humiliation in the first place. Oh. So she, her mom has a her mom has a mental disorder. Apparently. But just nobody's good enough for her little boy. Next. From CNN.com out of Tampa, Florida. Vacancies available. A homeless man in Florida allegedly stole up to $1,200 of merchandise and food while living in the luxury suite of a Tampa Bay soccer stadium for over two weeks, police said. Daniel Albert Niha, 39, was arrested earlier this week when an employee of Al Lang Stadium found blankets in the luxury suites. The stadium Mm -hmm. is home to the Tampa Bay Rowdies Soccer Club. Niha stole up to $1,000 worth of merchandise from the team store, as well as $200 worth of food items, according to the St. Petersburg police spokeswoman Yolanda Fernandez. 
Quote, he got into the merchandise store and was wearing a bunch of team merchandise. Did you say it was Yolanda Fernandez? Yolanda Fernandez. Isn't that the lady that does the, the New York State Lotto every night, Jim? Yolanda Vega. Yolanda Vega. Quote, he got into the merchandise store and was wearing a bunch of team merchandise, Fernandez told us CNN. He made himself quite at home there. Using surveillance footage, police determined that Niha has been <laughs> living in a luxury suite since July 26th. Niha was arrested shortly after <laughs> offices got to the stadium, according to Fernandez. <laughs> Quote, while the officers were there, one of the employees spotted him and went into the stadium. And officers caught up with him right outside the stadium. And he was wearing the same clothing and everything, Fernandez said. Niha was arrested on charges of a third-degree <laughs> felony burglary and at least one uh, first-degree misdemeanor of resisting an officer without violence, and his bond is currently set at $5,150, according to jail records. So here's a guy that got who was resisting without violence and didn't get murdered by the police. Um, here, here's what's interesting. Um this is what's uh, this is one of the things uh, that uh, this is where me being liberal, me being liberal on some things is going to drive Jim crazy. So you've got a guy who squatted in an empty stadium. He's homeless. He stole. He stole. He stole about a thousand dollars worth of clothes because he probably presumably didn't have any. And two hundred. He really liked the soccer team, right? <laughs> and two hundred dollars worth of food because I mean, over the time that he was there, how many days did it say? <clears throat> What was that? How many days did it say he was there? Like 11 or something like that? 14 days. He was there for two weeks. So he only he only stole $100 of food a week. Right? So right. He, he put on clothes that he needed and he ate food that he needed because he didn't like $100 of stadium food isn't, isn't that hard to steal. Right? Like you can rack up $100 pretty quick. And in the United States, we take that person... And instead of finding them help, we prosecute them and put them in jail. It's not clear whether Niha has yeah! legal representation at this time. You might have to interrupt your news because I forgot I, I wanted to play this audio for Jim. Have you ever seen this one, Gabe? Um, Brad, go ahead and play that video. I have no idea. I can't see what you're doing. No, that's all right. It's, it's all right. You don't have to. It, it wasn't on the prep sheet, but uh, I was going to play this audio for Jim. Jim, I was reminded of the bride whose whose uh, wedding got ruined by that uh, narcissistic mother. But yeah. uh, th how about this guy's graduation? Just check out this audio. This is at a private school graduation. Okay, um, it's in Georgia, so the congr the congregation is predominantly black. Uh, the principal of the school is white, and the person delivering the speech is a senior who is white. The principal forgot to include the senior's speech on the program. And she is now upset that people want to leave because they're being they're being made to listen to a speech that was not on the program. <clears throat> you follow me so far? What the person's giving a speech or like the valedictorian? Not sure. It's a speech that was not on the program, though. Look at the organization of the uh, of the uh, the platform. I know people sitting on the platform. It's, I know. It, it, it's not school. This so is quick a question. This in, is a, in where you have the cursor, Brad. Has the crowd started to turn on them yet? No, not yet. But uh, <laughs> this graduation, this graduation is occurring in like a church, Jim. So like, you know, probably presumably a Baptist church oh, okay. down in the south. So that's right. why the auditorium looks a little bit different than what you would expect at a school graduation. Gotcha. So. I can wait. 
Here comes the principal. Sir, you won't be arrested. Uh, sit down. Sit down. Sir. Get that with the police. Sir. You're being so rude. You're being so rude. Because this man is being really rude. You know how you you know how to call the police when people are being rude. <laughs> the crowd crowd's like what? I think y'all owe this young man an apology, especially that goober that was coming through with his little thing. <laughs> that was so rude. Where are you, you little coward? Come on back up here. Let's talk. This is kid's graduation right now. Did I miss anything good while I popped out? No, not yet. Back there? Well, except for the principal's cutting a promo on the crowd, even Let's though there was one down. guy who was being somewhat disruptive. Rihanna, sit down. Y'all are the rudest people I've ever seen in my life. Close those doors. Close the doors now. So now Close the, the doors. Now the now. kid walks over here and says, Close "You can't you can't keep people here." Yeah, I can. <laughs> You people are being so rude to not listen to this. If I was the dude, I'd just be like, I'm gone. I know, same here. I'm done. In the program. Look who's leaving all the black people. (laughs) Oh. Oh, how did that go over? People are just like in disbelief that that even really just happened. You should be sitting down. You should be sitting down and she listening won the crowd. to this speech. Yeah. I like how she's in. You should be sitting down, really. She should. Uh, she should watch Gladiator more often. Oh man. Oh. I won't go into the rest of it, but then there's some 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 black people who kind of go up there and they don't even yell at her, but they're kind of explaining like, "Do you realize what you've just done?" And she starts yeah. yelling at them too. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god, what a bitch! Win the crowd. Yeah, dude. So how to how to win friends and influence enemies or whatever? TNT Academy. Yeah, I know. I don't even know what that is. It's got to be like. <laughs> it's got to be like. Yeah, I know. It's a blow up. It's got to be like a Trinity something. You know, a Trinity Trinity New Testament Academy or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that that did not go well. Where did where did Gabe go? I'm still here. Oh. Just blew him up. I know Gabe has been exploded. Uh, I was leaving the room, but then somebody <laughs> told me to sit down. And sit down. I, I, that that Georgia accent is sit down and shut up. Yeah, Y'all need to be annoying. sitting down. It's still not as annoying as like the uh, New York City, New Jersey accent, though. Yeah, I know. That's like the least soothing accent you can possibly. Yeah. You know what's you know what's an embrace accent that I actually enjoy though is an Australian accent. Okay. 
I, I don't know why. It's like abrasive and it doesn't sound right, but I love it. I just I don't I, think it's as abrasive. You really I hear a lot of people that complain about an Australian accent like it's too like it's too too much. Yeah. Uh all right. Uh qu- quickly sort of skim through the final story for Jim because I know he wants to hear this one. All right. From Life Science out of Washington, DC. They're out there, Jim. The U.S. government search for unidentified flying objects, you know them as UFOs, is ongoing and part of a program called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. Phenomenon. It, uh, it operates under the U.S. Office of Naval Intelligence, according to recent Senate committee reports. This agency appears to have assumed the responsibilities of another UFO hunting Pentagon group that was purportedly disbanded in 2012. UAPTF's findings could be made public within the next six months, the New York Times added, and they reported on July the 23rd. While the results of the organization's investigations are classified, for now at least, a briefing delivered to the Defense Department representatives on March by a former consultant for the UFO program mentioned retrievals from, quote, off-world vehicles not made on this earth. The Times reported, despite this claim, any evidence in alleged extraterrestrial technology has yet to be produced, according to the Times. Representatives within the Department of Defense recently confirmed that UFO hunting was still active in 2017 and continues to this day under the UAPTF, according to the Times. Jim, do you ever watch the Bourne Identity movies? Yeah. Oh, you watch all of them? I think I saw. So what's interesting to me about the story is uh, they talk about how they shut down this like um, this uh, investigation. This uh, they shut down this department that was investigating UFOs, but then they just took all those investigations and made a new thing that did the same thing. And it reminded me of Born Identity, where like at the end of Born Identity, they held they hold like a, con- a congressional meeting and they they expose what a terrible program it was and then they shut it down but then they immediately create the new program that does the same thing and it's like oh yeah that's kind of how it is like the government doesn't give a crap like they'll just do whatever they want <laughs> right so it's like we don't want to spend any more money on this organization that that uh that studies ufos so like okay we'll close it but now we'll we're gonna open up a an aerospace program that looks into um what did it say? Like, uh, vehicles not made on this earth. And you're like, what are we doing? And they'll have it operated by the Navy because they'll surely not defund the Navy. And yes, and they're all going to be dressed in black. The U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee addressed the activities of the UAPTF in June in their Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2021. This brought the shadowy UFO investigation agency into public view, the Times says. The committee's bill seeks to regulate the tracking, organization, and accessibility of UFO-related information gathered by the task force. This would include the release of a public report, quote, submitted in unclassified form within 180 days of the bill's enactment, Live Science reported. Whoa, whoa, Men in Black. It's gone out of control. So, Jim, we spend tax dollars looking for UFOs every year. How do you feel about that? Best tax dollar spent. <laughs> is that because they really are out there, Jim? The truth is out there. Brad and Jim, scumbags, that is your news and nonsense for today. Oh, we're super over time. Sorry about that. Uh, y'all have a good night, scumbags. 